This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzie Stevens. Goal from the one yard line and into the end zone for the touchdown. Good protection. Going for the end zone. Open, making the grab. Two. Blitz coming. Passes. Reached for and pulled in for the. Play action. Wide, wide, wide open touchdown. Taking the snap will be Brandon Bolden. He'll keep it. He'll run. And he'll run all the way to the end zone. Line. O'Connell to the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders. Second and goal. Myers is going to throw. Touchdown. No huddle here. Stick. Looking. Look out from behind. And the ball is out. It's going to be ruled. It's, and it's alive and going to the end zone right now. Second down and 13. Oh, baby. Unbelievable. (laughs) I think for the Patriots fan who somehow had nothing better to do or needed the white noise of football on during Thursday night football and the absolute massacre that took place at Allegiant Stadium. And I think massacre. Is there is there a worse word? Bludgeoning? uh, Demolition? I mean, it was like all the appropriation. Yes, just thorough snuffing of the uh, the Chargers by the Raiders. No Justin Herbert. Easton Stick was in. You had Stick versus O'Connell, which really just was a matchup for the ages. There are just so many things about Thursday Night Football here uh, uh, as we do Breaking Boston Friday morning, December 15th, 2023, Fitzy and Hart. And what a start to week 15 in the NFL. Boy, I got to tell you, if that's the way things are going to go this weekend, then I can't even begin to tell you what the hell is going to happen with a, we got a, a, 
this is pretty fun, Andrew. You're feeling better, so now you're probably going to actually enjoy the holiday weekend. You'll probably enjoy some football. We've sure. got a big, a bigger game than anticipated on Sunday with the Pats and the Chiefs. But there are so many different nuggets uh, as a general football fan or as a Patriots fan to <clears throat> enjoy or take away from Thursday night's game. Like old pal Jacoby Myers, always have to comment on every touchdown he scores this year, especially when you have to compare it to Jaco uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Last night, Myers first lays out Brandon uh, Lloyd style from 2012 for a beautiful touchdown catch from Aiden O'Connell. Later in the game, member 2020, when he threw a couple touchdown passes, one to Rex Burkhead, one later to Cam Newton, throws a beautiful touchdown pass last night. Brandon Bolden, that old guy, he scampered for a touchdown pass last night. But I got to say, of all the Patriots-related touchdowns in the Massillition, the Demacurring of the Chargers, Jack Jones with a pick six. Like, we couldn't use guys like that? I mean, I understand what happened in New England, why they moved on from him as well. So you get all those Patriots ties on the Raiders' side, the Raiders. But then on the Chargers' side, the memes that started popping up late in the third quarter last night of Bill Belichick in a Chargers uniform patrolling and prowling the sidelines. I mean, does Bill Belichick watch that unless it's already in place and say, yeah, that's where I need to go because Brandon Staley's done. I'm shocked if as of the end of this podcast, he still has his job. Well, I, I gotta be honest. If Bill watched that game, he might be like, yeah, maybe I don't want to go to the chargers. They seem like a bunch of dogs that just laid down and got their asses. whooped. like they kept turning the ball over. They were making business decisions. They, they quit. I mean, Max Crosby at the end, if you watch the Raiders little breakdown film, which mm -hmm. is sort of obnoxious as expected. You got Antonio Pierce screaming Raiders and again, go talk your stuff, go do our rate. And then Max Crosby, I thought actually broke it down with the most realistic. He's like, they didn't want that shit. They didn't like, that was a visual example of business decisions of te yep. a team that just didn't want to be on the field is like, how many more games do we have? It's a short week. I they kept, I thought embarrassing themselves, certainly embarrassing their head coach. It was immediate. I mean, everybody in the first half was like, all you saw on Twitter was, does Brendan Staley get fired at halftime? Does even, and Mike, uh, not Mike Sherman. Uh, Richard, Richard, uh, Richard yeah, head, Sherman, former Packers head coach, Mike Sherman yeah. dropped into nope. the <laughs> nope. Cape Cod resident Mike, Mike Sherman did not do post-game analysis or halftime oh, but, analysis. Um, no, but the, I thought that was actually a pretty bold take. I don't disagree with him when Sher Richard, Richard Sherman, what did he say at halftime? Time to can him at the half? Yeah, basically. I mean, he basically said you never want to call for anybody's job, and then he called for his job. So he did that thing that we all love to do. Yeah. Um, and he's not wrong. Like, there was there was just quit in that team. They quit. And, you know, it's funny because we saw a couple weeks in a row now we've seen this, whether it's Patriots Chargers, where I don't think the Patriots quit. They just aren't a very good football team, had a bad day. Chargers eke out the win. Then Patriots bounce back from a shutout with Thursday night breakout, 21 points in the first quarter and a half. And then the Raiders get shut out last week. Rich Keefe was mocking me last night for taking the Raiders at home. Did you see them last week? They got shut out. Yeah, oh, you, you got a nice, week, nice win. Nice heart. Damn right. Damn right. But well, neither um, of us really can hang a hat or much of a jacket on our NFL selections on Keith's no, show, but that's all right. No, no, I think I'm like four <laughs> and eleven now or something on Thursday. Hey, night listen, football. nowhere to go but nowhere to go but up, guy. Um like I mean, the Raiders, you get shut out the week before, you embarrass yourself indoors, one of the worst games you'll ever see. So they came out slinging it right up until the end against a division rival where it seemed like, I'm not sure it was necessary to have Jacoby Myers passing no. uh, in that situation and throwing a touchdown against a division rival. But 
That's the beauty of the Raiders. They're going to do what they're going to do for better, for worse. Antonio Pierce, the whole thing. That would be the flip side that I would ask. I think Brendan Staley, we can accept, is gone. Bill Belichick may or may not be a candidate. The the Spanos family may not may or may not pony up the money that it would take to get Bill Belichick there. Like, there's a lot of questions there. But on the flip side, is this going to be one of those where Antonio Pierce plays himself into the job? And then six weeks into next season, they regret hiring Antonio Pierce as their full-time head coach. Uh, you got to think that he would probably work for hella cheap because he likes the oh, job sure. and wants sure. the opportunity. And when Mark Davis currently scheduled to pay out near $100 million to two other head coaches, or at least $80 million, excuse me, to two other head coaches, he's basically paying three quarter, $80 million or, or so to two guys not to coach his football team. Why wouldn't you sign Antonio Pierce to a two-year deal and approve it or lose it thing? They never should have moved on from Rich Passaccia because the team responded to him. Makes you wonder if that franchise, the bad decisions he's made, hasn't beset what is a decent-ish roster. But, um, and, you know, the latest rumor is that Gruden is going to be a candidate, that Gruden could be coming back, and that the NFL actually wants it because they think Gruden may stop suing them if he gets his job back. Because they don't want the uh, what do they call that discovery, the discovery phase of any law that he would be involved in, because they have lots of skeleton. It's weird. The guy who said racist things and made inappropriate comments, who lost his job because of it, looks like he might be the good guy in this lawsuit. And the other side has too much to hide, so they don't want to do a discovery period. That would be spectacular. Bringing, I mean, just what a shit show. Pardon my French, but what an absolute shit show. All of it. I mean, the 2023 season, that game, the Chargers coaching situation, what's going on with the Pats this year, ultimately the NFL at large. I mean, they are, you know, when I, if I call them, you know, RJ Reynolds or Philip Morris, uh, just with sports, it's n- no lies detected. I mean, nope. I mean, we we all get it. We're addicted to it. We know what shady know as what, F. Shady, shady, as F. <laughs> shady as FL is correct. Uh, yeah. I mean, I thought the Chargers social media team did a good job last night because when they were down forty nine nothing and they finally scored a touchdown, they just tweeted out a video of it. And they just wrote, "We scored." <laughs> yep. Well done. Sometimes the simple yeah. is the the right. I mean, they're. The Chargers social media team, much better than the actual team. Uh, I don't think, do you let Staley finish out the season? I would not. After that performance, I mean, you embarrassed, whatever you want to say, the shield, the logo, the team, the owner, like you embarrassed yourself. Just get rid of it. Cut out the infection. Start the healing Mm -hmm. process. There'll be a hole. You probably aren't that good. I mean, you're already looking at Justin Herbert with his big cast on the sidelines standing there. Like the season is toast. So yeah, I would move on from him. Give somebody else a shot to inject a little bit of energy into the building for mm-hmm. three and a half weeks here of the holiday season. I mean, it's, you know, it's not the nicest thing to do to fire somebody a week before Christmas, but sometimes you earn what you get. And um, and I don't know what he did or didn't do. That's the other thing. Like, we don't know the inner workings of that team. He's going to be the fall guy, whether he deserves to be or not. For all I know, Brendan Staley is showing up at 2 a.m. every morning and going home at 1 and am like he's spending 23 hours there is is doing everything in his power he's just not a very good coach like that's just the end reality of this situation yeah i mean the the links that just start popping through during the middle of the game let me see if cooper can throw one up here uh in the last minute or so here of our little friday morning broadcast uh just like all the he he was just like you know people tweeting out all of the people tweeting out all of the different very like remember his yoga thrusts on the sideline that he went viral for last year yeah 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 you had those you had this one right here andy um 
It's from NFL memes. It says Brandon Staley next Sunday. It's him in a Walmart checkout outfit. Like it's just all. all very- that too. I think he's kind of an arrogant douche. Oh, we're just being honest. He comes off as an arrogant douche, a defensive. Yeah. And I mean, defensive, literally and figuratively, mm-hmm. a defensive, arrogant douche who hasn't won. Although I forget the exact number before last night, he was definitely still an above 500 coach and he may still be an above 500 coach. So he might be the Pete Carroll that's going to get canned by being above 500. You, you let, trust the eyes here when oh, this, he this one passes the eye and the sniff test. OK, yeah, yeah he absolutely, absolutely, absolutely stinks. Absolutely. Uh, so this, uh, so our little Patriots related takes are those, uh, the, the Patriots West do their job very well. Again, as always between Myers and Bolden and Jack Jones, uh, this does clear a path for Bill Belichick. Uh, if he does, I mean, Staley has just written his own death warrant or rather signed it last night as well. If that is actually where Bill Belichick wants to go or they'll pay him uh, for his services next season as rumored to be, uh, and we have our final quarter leg here, if you will, of the Belichick coaching legacy. Uh, if you guys want to check out our preview and predictions where Hart and I are joined by Jonas Gray, former Patriots running back, uh, owner of the infamous of the rather, excuse me, famous 201 yard four touchdown performance uh, against the Colts in 2014. He broke it down with us. We had a great podcast over there. Spoiler alert. Hart picked the uh, we all picked the Chiefs to win. But uh, I think the Pats are going to cover. I picked the Chiefs to cover because I think you could be in for a last night's game. I don't think the Patriots will quit, but I do think one th- one team will be slinging it and finding the end zone more often on Sunday. Okay, and we'll see if one game isn't going to play for their coach, play for their job, play for a little Patriot pride as well. Oh, and if you're down the stadium on Sunday as well, if you're in the Putnam Club and you want to join our live talk show at 1130, I have as a special guest, uh, clock killing Corey Dillon is visiting the stadium, and he's going to be my special guest on the stadium. Got any good questions for how is he hard in your dealings with him? Uh, quite intimidating. All right. I'll make sure I'll be. I'll be and he has the uh, rumored rap sheet in history to back it up. So he's got credibility in his uh, scariness. Uh, okay. So I'll just make sure that I'm on my best behavior. Please. Yes. And thank you, sir. Ask him what he thinks of Michael Felger in the day he threatened him in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note. Uh, so good job. Chargers. <laughs> Better job, Raiders. Farewell, Staley. And uh, make sure you check out the Six Rings preview of Chiefs at Patriots on Sunday as well with Jonas Gray. That was a great pod. Hope you guys enjoy it. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend, everybody. Don't forget, three games on Saturday. Three watchable-ish games. Too hard. I think it should be a reasonably decent either uh, finishing, decorating, finishing, shopping, just holiday spiriting, writing Christmas cards type of NFL Saturday. Good games on Sunday. Patriots, Chiefs, 1 o'clock. Fitzy and Hart, 4 o'clock sharp unless it goes to overtime with the Six Rings postgame show live on WEI. For Coop, for Hart, for Fitzy, there's your breaking Boston, and uh, I think the Raiders just stopped scoring. Enjoy Week 15, everybody.